Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey, everybody, and welcome to UGA Gospel Storm Who's Who, Blog Talk Radio Interviews with Miss Coco Bowden. Today, I have a woman of God on the line with me all the way from Mississippi. Um, She's a prosthetic mime dancer, and I'm so excited because I have never had a prosthetic mime dancer on my show. And I believe that God works in so many ways that he can even use a dance to draw people to him. So I'd like to welcome today Minister Margie Ann Woko. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you interviewing me on today and being on the line, but I have to make a small adjustment in there. I'm not okay. a mime dancer. I'm a prophetic dancer, and I oh. use flags to minister as an expression unto the Lord. Oh, okay. All right. Amen. Amen. Okay, so tell, tell us a little bit about yourself, and I do apologize for introducing that wrong. Okay. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. Well, actually, I'm a carrier of the uh, God's glory, and uh, all my life I wanted to dance, and I never had an opportunity to. So I, as a young girl growing up in the south of Mississippi, we would watch Soul Train, and I wanted to be a solid gold dancer. So worship was already on the inside of me. I just needed to decide who would my dance be rendered unto because at the time I didn't know the Lord. So after accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior, I was at a church, and they would not let me go forth. They said they wasn't taking any more dancers. So for 20 years, I sat, and I didn't do anything. And once I passed a certain age, the Spirit of the Lord said, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, my Lord. So the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and told me begin to move. As I began to move, I had an encounter. And once I had that encounter, he began to give me instructions what to do. He told me to record myself. He told me to dance, move to instrumental music. And within a week, he said flags. I knew nothing about flags, and I was obedient. And I picked them up, and by the time I did my first or second dance, I I was able to move with the flags and minister unto the Lord. Amen. Oh, that is awesome right there. So you was old. So you was older whenever you started doing this, honey. Let me tell you, uh, I don't know if I say older, but we're gonna say twenty five a couple of times, okay? 
so yes, so it does not matter how old you are as long as you have the spirit of the living God down on the inside and he knows your heart. And so because I did sit for 20-some years, the Lord was actually processing me. So he had already appointed me. Now he's anointed me to do the, to do his work. So when I came forth, everybody basically was like, who is this? So God was doing the work while I was sitting because I was being obedient. I didn't get angry at the church. I stayed in the church. I began to, you know, just continue to love on the Lord and just have a relationship with him. So when he called me forth, I was ready. Mm -hmm. I was ready. And so now I have weight to who I am and to God. So sometimes younger people, nothing against them, you know, they don't have that history with the Lord. So Mm -hmm. because I came out, they're like, who is this person? Well, I'm still that person that I was. God just was processing me when I came forth. I was able to move in obedience, and the anointing, you know, shows up. Okay. So what is the difference between the mime dancer and the prophetic dancer? Well, I don't do mime dancing, but I can speak for what I do. As a prophetic dancer, you Mm -hmm. hear and you carry the sights of God. So as dancers, we are the sight of God. We are a conduit of the Holy Spirit. Whatever God shows us as we're moving, you have to have your ears open and your heart open. When you go forth, you make room for the Holy Spirit. So I don't get up and say, okay, I'm going to do this move. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I leave that up to him. So whatever needs to come forth is going to come forth. If he said, throw the flag this way, that flag going to go that way. So it's not me. You want to see God in the flag because somebody may need that whip or that air that comes that way when he said, throw it that way. So sometimes when I minister, I don't even know that I'm doing what I'm doing, but I hear him and I'm obedient. Sometimes I think like, you want me to do that? So you do it. Wow. So you don't so, have no set no set routine. You just No. I no. Whatever I feel, I'm I flow out of my spirit. Amen. I flow I flow out of my spirit. And usually it's something that somebody needs. So in this day and time you cannot get up and say, This is me, this is the calling on my life. I'm gonna do A B C D E. In order for us to enter into the glory realm. We got to change our perspective. We got to come up higher. And that's right. the only way you can see what God has for you is you come up higher. You stay down here, everything's going to be the same. And we're called to deliver and to set the captives free, this ministry. So it's not dance as usual. It's not a beautiful garment. It's not a beautiful flag. It's what's on the inside. You know, people say, oh, your garment looks nice on the flag. It's not even about that. It's about the heart of worship. Amen. The heart of God. Amen. So when you first started doing this, how did your family react to it? <laughs> well, uh, they received it. Well, I'm going to tell you the first day I was at home, I told my pastor, um, you know, they knew I had a desire to dance. And yeah. I just told her, you know, the Lord had gave me something and got permission if I was able to bring it forth. And everyone received it like, oh, my gosh, like, where did this come from? And to go a step further, I was able to go back to the church where I sat for 20-some years 
and I will go to their early service and just stand in the back and wave. And the very person that did not allow me to go forth ushered me up to the front and gave me permission to worship on the floor. Wow. So God would take you back to the place that rejected you. Oh, say that. Say that. Amen. He would take you back to the very place that rejected you and see what God has done. And so now this started off as just something for my church. And it also started as a desire as well because we're a small church. And we didn't have a lot of gifts going forth. Like sometimes someone would sing, someone may dance. And I said, Lord, what can I do? What can I do? And so a couple of the girls and I, we tried our hand at singing. We, you know, chuckled that off. And uh, that's when the spirit of the Lord, I went to a conference with my sister and a prophet pushed her into her destiny. And I said on that night, I'm going through too. That word is for me. And when I came home, that's when the spirit of the Lord began to deal with me and say, I've called you to this. What are you going to do? And I felt like when I went to bed that night, I had surgery. I woke up, and for the next couple of days, I kept telling everybody something happened to me on last night. Something happened. And by that Friday, the spirit of the Lord said, dance. So my husband was home, my son was home, and I said, dance. I said, okay. And I was like, what am I going to dance in? And I heard this inner voice say, tie something around your waist. I go, okay, uh, what am I going to dance to? I heard inner voice again, instrumental music. I said, okay. And the last thing it said, he said, record yourself. I said, record myself? Why am I recording myself? And I was like, okay. So I set up the little tablet, put on some instrumental music, and began to move. And when I hit stop and looked at the replay, I knew why he wanted me to record myself, because he wanted me to be aware of my posture and my facial expressions. Because sometimes people up dance and you just see the meanest look on their face. Yes, yes. And you want to see the presence of God. And he said, when people look at you, they will see me. They will not see you. Amen. Now, that is something right there, too, that, you know, in ministry, people do look for that presence of God. And if you're up there dancing or you're singing and you got this sour look on your face, it's not going to help anybody. It's not going to help anybody. Do you know the Lord wants to show up in every area of our lives? Yes. That means our face, our body, our posture, our hands. Every part of us should elude Christ. We should even smell like him. People should be able to smell the fragrance when you leave their presence. You should know that person has been with the Lord. Mm -mm, That's good right there. Um, So. (laughs) That is so good. I believe we could talk all day on that. <laughs> um, praise God. Praise God. So tell me, how did you come across Apostle Verl Howard? Well, actually, she found me. Uh, uh-huh. I believe I had a video. Uh, I'm sort of a private person when it comes to Internet. And I had did a, um, the Lord had told me last year to get some fire flags and a fire garment. And I usually post my stuff private on my line, 
on my page. And I didn't feel like the lady who did the flags and sent me this, the person who did the garments and sent me that, and I didn't feel like doing all the extra work. So that night I posted the video and I posted public and went to bed. Mm. And by the next day it pretty much had went, in my case, viral, you know, because wow. usually I just have like 200-some views. Mm-hmm. When I woke up that morning, both ladies called me and said, don't be alarmed. Your video is at 1,800, and by the time I got to work, it was over 20,000, and, you know, it just continued to climb. So I'm sure she's seen that video and began to reach out to me. And so for a year, for a year, she kept reaching out to me here and there. And I recently got back from Nigeria, and she reached out to me again. Wow, that's awesome. So um, you're going to be – Dancing, prosthetic dancing at the Women Warriors on the Frontline Prayer Conference in Merlin um, coming March the 9th, 8th and 9th. On which day will you be there? Honey, I'm going to be there both days, and I hope that you can be there so you can see what the Lord is going to do because the Word of God says in Psalms 20 and 5 that our petitions are on the flags. They are on the banners. And he answers our prayers. Yes, so he if does. you have any petition or prayer before the Lord, you can see that on the banner and have that thing lifted up and watch it come to pass. Amen. So what do you hope that people will take from your ministry um, at this conference? Uh-huh. That they will have an encounter with the Lord and they will see the presence of God and they will be delivered, healed, and set free because it's not dance as usual. Because, see, we are the gatekeepers. We are the first thing that happens when service begins. It's not the word of God. It's worship and the dancers. So David, even when he went to war, there was singing and dancing 24-7 on the clock. He was very strategic who he would have. So we are the very sights of God. And we carry the sights of God. So we're setting the atmosphere. So we're already setting and shifting the atmosphere before anything else can happen. Amen. So that atmosphere is going to be conducive for the Holy Spirit and the glory of God to just come and rest in that place. And people will receive anything that they need. You can be healed. You can be delivered. You can be set free. All of that is going to happen. So it's not just a word. The church have only made it about the word. But we are the gatekeepers. So nothing happens. It starts there first. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and, the, church, and the church, the church needs to know that because this is what's missing. We have been called to worship. Yes. Amen. So when it comes down to a, a prayer conference like this, because it's calling for the women to come on the front line, how do you prepare yourself to minister to um, these women that may be coming in broken, um, you know, maybe addicts, or they may just be a, a, a regular woman just needing that extra something from God? Well, first of all, I'm in prayer myself. You know, she sent out what she want us to do. I'm in prayer, and I'm in fasting, and I'm seeking the face of God, and the rest is up to the Holy Spirit. 
So I'm a conduit, once again, of the Holy Spirit. Whatever he tells me to do, I do. I'm reading the word, I'm praying, and I use my tools. Amen. So how can people book you that may want you to come out and minister at their church? Uh, They can look me up on Facebook and they can message me, Margie, M-A-R-G-I-E. Last name is N as in Nancy, W-O-K-O. So I am on Facebook and they can message me as well because that's how she was able to find me. Amen. Now, I just want to ask you a question. Now, this this here is uh, about your name, your last name, Woko. Um, yes. Is that what 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 language is that from? <laughs> Actually, it's a. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, it's a a Nigerian name. My okay. husband is a Nigerian. He's a Igbo man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been married for over, coming up on 27 years. Wow. So do you go back over to Nigeria and minister as well? Actually, I just got back from there, and the Lord gave me a mandate when I was in the air, over 38,000 feet in the air, and he told me to minister and teach everyone over there who was interested how to worship with flags. And I received that mandate. And they they received it, and I'm telling you, it was the best experience I ever had in my life. The little children, yeah. the glory of God was on these children. God said when, when you're ready to teach, the students will show up, and the teacher is ready to teach. And these children, oh, my gosh, they received, they received the presence of God. They learned how to worship. I posted it all online, and people was like, just really blessed by it. They blessed me. They blessed me because the children here in America is totally different. These children here in America, they got everything, and they still don't have nothing. These kids have nothing in Africa, and they have everything. Everything. And they have God. So I was able to go over there and to serve. The Lord said it wasn't about me being served, but I was to go and serve. So I went and served, and hot and all, and I'm telling you, I came back strengthened and encouraged just out of obedience. I could feel that, too. I could feel it <laughs> as you were saying it. Oh, my God. Yes. It's even, All right. I mean, right. to see it, if you even seen the pictures, the pictures alone will bless you. And I'm going to tell you this one thing that happened. The Lord told me to, to teach the children and the adults. He First, I thought he was just saying children. He said, no, the adults is where? as well. So two days before I left, no adult came, though I could tell they was interested. Mm -hmm. So when I did the overview that Sunday at church, I went back home to the village and was sitting out front. And this lady came, and I did not recognize her. And she introduced herself. She said, I'm the first lady. Um, I was at church. I was like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't recognize her because of her clothes. And she told me that she wanted to learn how to worship with flags. And she apologized for not coming, that she was so busy. But she said, I must learn how to do this thing. And the Lord told me to tell her, because I had no more flags to give out, to use what is in your hand to worship. She had her baby on her back with a wrapper tied around her. I said, use your wrapper and worship. This mother took the wrapper off put her baby down and begin to worship 
and this full expression of God was all over this woman worshiping. You could see the joy in her face. You could hear the laughter in her voice. And God said, that is the presence of God. Because he said, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there is pleasures forevermore. So you actually felt it all over this woman. And I have a videotape. She was laughing. She was giggling. She was throwing her wrap up. She was using what was in her hand. So whatever is in your hand in this season, even at this conference, God is calling for the women to use that. Amen. Amen. So whatever is in your hand, you use. Your tool that you're using right now is on this radio station. You use that power. Amen. Amen. Because that's a that's a voice. That's a voice. That's the spoken word. And in the beginning was the word, and the word was God Himself. And it's a voice. Oh wow! I'm just kind of speechless. I did. (laughs) This has been so good. This has been so good. And you know, you just confirmed. You know, um, I was praying the other night, and I was like, Lord, wait. You know, I don't have this, you know, I don't have that. And you, you know how it is. We, we don't have everything that we want to have. But God has mm-hmm. already supplied us, supplied us with everything that we need to have. So when you said that, that just confirms what he was already saying. You already have it. Use what you already have. Use and when what I, you already Go ahead. That's it. When I started using what I already had, because mm-hmm. I do graphic designing and stuff, he started putting all this stuff in my path where I could do the work a lot easier than how I had been doing it. And Absolutely. I was like, wow. It and was you just continued, And you continue to receive that deposit. And I'm going to let you know this also. God will meet your needs according to his riches and glory. Because I was recently praying about a situation, and God sent someone to me and told me that they would make me an ambassador of their company. And that simply means he will take care of your needs. So if there's anything that you need, it's already taken care of. He said, don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink. And an ambassador is, you know, Christ, he didn't have no money. People took care of him. He was fed. He didn't worry for anything. And for somebody to tell you that, basically the lady is saying, you don't even have to pay for your merchandise because you're an ambassador of my company. So God said, you will have what you need. (laughs) <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, All right, so, yeah. Okay, we just got to continue to trust him, continue to trust him. Now, I need to get this radio station, too, but I don't know if that was in my email so I can listen to it myself. We will make sure that you get a link, Um, me and Minister Tara. I'll get it to Minister Tara, and she will make sure that you get a link. God bless her. She works with Apostle Vera Howard, and they both have been just awesome at, you know, keeping me going. So I appreciate, I appreciate both of them, and I tell you, they are great women of God, and they do exactly what they say they're going to do, and they do move in season, and I love that. And um, that, that was uh, part of the reason of um, how I got into my prayer life, because when I first met them, I was praying But I was Mm -hmm. at a certain level. I was at a level of, you know, sometimes we get rebellious in prayer and stubborn and we don't want to learn everything that comes along with it. 
But when I got with them, I mean, it just opened up the door for God to just use me in so many ways. So I am very thankful and humbled for them uh, coming into my life. Yes, and we'll make sure that you get a link. And and I'm going to sing your prayer request because I got chills when you first said Nigeria. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, I got to see that. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. You will enjoy it. So, yes, uh, give me your information. I'll make sure you get it because it will bless you. It blesses me every time I see it. Amen. I will, I'll send you a friend request. Okay. That way I okay. can put it on your page. All right. Absolutely. So, so did you give out your booking info? I got so excited I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did, but I will repeat it. They can look me up on okay. Facebook under Margie, M-A-R-G-I-E. Last name is Woko, as in as in Nancy, W-O-K-O, and they can message me as well. Okay. Okay, y'all. So if y'all want to hear more from um, uh, this anointed great woman of God, prosthetic dancer, then you need to come on to the Women Warriors on the Frontline Conference hosted by Apostle Girl Howard. It will be March the 8th through the 9th. And Friday it will start at 7 p.m. Saturday it will be 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hilton Garden Inn, 7810 Walker Drive, Greenbelt, Maryland. For more information, you can always call 910-977-1674 or 910 910- Six four four eighteen twenty four. Registration fee is twenty twenty five dollars per day, or you could just pay your straight out fifty dollars. If you can't attend the conference, then buy a um buy a registration fee for somebody else. You know, be a blessing. If you can't attend, pay for someone else to come. Sponsor a young lady or an older woman that you think really needs this conference in her life because prayer is our connection to God. It's our connection to the kingdom of God. And we have to stay prayed up in a day and time like this. All right. So do you have any last um, words that you would like to say to um, leave some encouragement for people who may be, you know, not sure of their calling? I say seek the Lord. He'll let you know. Just have a heart open to him. We have four chambers in our heart, and a lot of times our heart is not fully open unto the Lord. So I would say open your four chambers and let the Lord flow through, and he will give you all the instructions that you need. No more, no longer being closed in this season. Amen. You heard it. No longer being closed in this season. Thank you so much for joining me, and I will be sending you that free request. <laughs> All right. Thank you. God bless you. God bless. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.